Welcome to the Mortar and Pestle, a PCCA podcast where we discuss all things compounding and all things concerning independent pharmacy. Now, here are your hosts, Mike Delisio, North American Sales Director, and Sebastian Dennison, Clinical Compounding Pharmacist. Welcome, Compounding World, and welcome to the latest episode of the Mortar and Pestle, a PCCA podcast. My name is Mike Delisio, and I'm your host of this podcast. I am joined, as always, with Sebastian Dennison. Seb, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. I am excited about today's podcast. It's one of my favorite topics. I know it's one of your favorite topics, and it's probably one of our favorite guests. It's somebody who's been with us a couple of times, whether it was to discuss low-dose naltrexone dosing, whether it was to talk about what was new in the world of dermatology, uh, but this is a primary example of the amount of knowledge that this clinical services member has. Been on the podcast a bunch of times, speaks on stage very frequently for PCCA, and that is none other than Mr. Nat Jones. Ta-da! Welcome back. Hey, thanks. You know, one of these days, Nat, we're going to have you join in and plug in your instrument to your computer so that you can play live. I've got it sitting. I've got it sitting right there. I can pl- I can play whenever you want me to. I, I, I play every day. I take breaks and play guitar, so it's all good, right? I think some people that are familiar with PCCA and that have been members for a long time probably know that about you. Uh, mm-hmm. But this probably also explains your your great sultry voice, which Sebastian and I do not have, despite hosting this podcast. But we try to do our best, and it, we always try to do a good Nat Jones impersonation. <laughs> yeah. You're too kind. Well, there you go. I knew you're too humble as well. Well, you know, thanks so much for joining us, Nat. We'll, we'll get right into more of the dialogue and, and really the discussion about immune support. I think um, we were chatting before the podcast about, you know, every single year, it, it, whenever it came into the first quarter, you know, compounding pharmacists, uh, our marketing team, a lot of individuals were looking for opportunities that related to immune support in general, because as a, I guess you can say a Northern hemisphere, we, we always dealt with cold and flu season um, throughout the months of December, January, February, and March. And, and immune support became so important, not only for the community pharmacies we serve, but the patients that those individuals served. And, and it became just a really big topic of, you know, general wellness, uh, looking for opportunities and ways to help educate the patient population as well. And, and I think you guys are two amazing clinical experts that are going to give a ton of knowledge to our listener base. So Sebastian, what were some of those baseline recommendations or products to look at that you believe are still important? Where I kind of get excited about this again, I'm, I'm going to be in concert with Nat because he's so musical. Um, was really looking at the immune system function and finding things that we do have a, a, a huge amount of information that is sort of pushing us towards saying that this is optimization of immune, immune support. Um, the same ones keep coming up and over and over is reducing risk factors that could predispose you to inflammatory uh, disorders, things that will um, kind of set you on the path towards ill health. And at the same time, kind of changing, changing the discussion to how do we optimize? So nutrition, supplementation, exercise, good sleeps, all these pieces still hold really true. Uh, spot on, because I mean, if you look at, like we, we've talked recently about autoimmune diseases. I mean, we had just had a, a uh, seminar last weekend on autoimmune and, and low-dose naltrexone and, and gut integrity, you know, lack, I mean, a, an intact, good um, 
GI tract that can absorb nutrients, keep the world out, not let all the pathogens and endotoxins and such in. Um, you know, a, a leaky gut, a permeable gut is, is a horrible problem. And I think that, you know, if you can get a good probiotic to help, you know, occupy the valuable real estate and keep the pathogens from finding a place to, to make, make it their home, uh, you're always kind of going to be ahead of the curve. So, you know, we, we've talked about, you know, supplements in the past and Wellness Works is, was a go-to of mine. I had it in my store for, the, for years and years and years. And uh, we just launched a, a brand new Spore Probiotic. It's called Sporebiotic Max uh, with Wellness Works. And I think that um, it's, it's interesting because, you know, if you look at the spore concept versus the probiotic at whole, um, there's some data, uh, although it's not definitive data, but there's some data out there supporting the fact that the spores could get into the GI tract or to the small and large bowel intact without as much destruction from the uh, gastric pH. I know that the lactobacillus that are found in most probiotics are fairly, um, fairly hardy. And if you put, use a high enough count, and especially if you consume it with some carbohydrates, because glucose tends to be a buffer against destruction of the lactobacillus in the gut. Um, but the spore biotic, you know, is going to be one of those things where you're going to, you don't have to worry about it because it, it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a more protected um, type of pro probiotic. And the, the mixture on this probiotic is kind of interesting because we went with, um, some um, uh, bacillus in this. And some of these are kind of, they, they've been known for a long time to uh, be, have beneficial effects on immune system, have, you know, antibacterial effects, antiviral effects, uh, you know, different sorts of things, things that are pro, uh, good for the cardiovascular system as well. So it's, um, anytime, anytime you can, you know, like I said, keep the gut, the microbiome healthy and happy, it's going to decrease the likelihood of, um, of, uh, infection in general, because the gastrointestinal tract, you know, there's a lot of uh, ACE2 uh, receptors throughout the gastrointestinal tract. So if you can keep a healthy lining and, and good, good probiotics going, or good, you know, uh, microbiome going, then you're going to decrease the, the risk of infections in general. And, and to build on that, we know that one of the primary sites of the immune system and immune system interface and function is also going to be in the gut. And if you have low biodiversity and the hyperpermeable gut and inflammation, it's going to be accelerated through the rest of the tissue beds in the entire human body. So low biodiversity, inflammation, hyperpermeable gut, more inflammation, uh, poor food choices, more inflammation. And so you're actually hammering away at the health of the immune system and so you are more susceptible to these, to not only chronic diseases, but these infections and the inability to mount an adaptive response, fight any infections that you do get. And so your pathogen, pathogenicity of anything that's being coming in is going to be slightly higher in these patients who are susceptible with a weakened immune system from all those predisposing pieces. And to the point, the standard American diet has been known to be shown as inflammatory in nature, high sugars. Uh, highly processed foods, lots and lots of uh, calories, low amounts of nutrients, and uh, anything that's going to actually help with absorption. And then, of course, low biodiversity is well attached to a lot of a variety of diseases. And so, yeah, probiotics, the spore, sporo, uh, spore aside, biotic, I guess that's how I'm kind of going on there. But yeah, these are all crucial to normalizing and optimizing immune function. So, you know, without digging deeper obviously things like zinc vitamin c you know they've been around for decades and everybody has touted their you know their functions for how they can assist with 
overall immune support and everything else. I'm going to ask you, Nat, because I know you have this background and um, probably one thing that you guys haven't talked about, because I know you referenced gut, you referenced nutrition, you re referenced wellness, you referenced sleep, but what about overall just adrenal support? Um, because I know for a long time, if, you know, analyzing populations that were undergoing chronic stress, and then what are some of those impacts as well on overall just immune reactions and the ability to, to stay healthy and not get sick? And, and what is that correlation in your analysis and your research as well? Because I know adrenal and thyroid function has been a huge part of, of what you've done as well for not only PCCA, but uh, yourself as a compounding pharmacist. Yeah, we, um, you know, I, I saw tons of patients that I treated along the way, and, and I, we still get calls about this from our members all the time, where you've got a patient who is under, um, has been under stress or currently under stress, or they had a, a major stressful event in their life, and it, and it left their adrenal glands less than happy, is a good way to put it, right? And the body is very adaptive. The brain and the body are extremely adaptive. And so, you know, if you're under high stress for a long time, uh, eventually, because you're, you're producing cortisol in response to that stressor, eventually the body has to go, you know, this is a catabolic hormone. I need, I need to turn this off because it's, it's causing damage to my tissues. So the body will downregulate the cortisol over time, right? And typically after a while, the DHA also goes down because you can't have, you know, you have to have balance between your anabolic and your catabolic states. And, and if you're producing too much of one, then the other is going to eventually downregulate and balance that out. So you're kind of left in a more vulnerable position. And back to what Sebastian was just talking about, I mean, the gut, you know, if you've got an, a stressful, a, 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 a permeability problem in the gut, then that's become stressful, physiologically stressful, because if you can't keep, you know, endotoxins and bacteria, viral particles and chemicals from coming in, then you don't have balance between your TH1 and TH2. You know, the, these T helper cells are going to shift and you're going to start making more antibodies, more and more antibodies. You, you become allergic to more and more things over time. So, you know, when you're allergic to the world, your immune system is going all the time and trying to fight this crazy battle that it never lets up. You know, you've got this constant fight going on. So if you've got a hypervigilant state of your immune system, you know, that leaves you vulnerable because the immune system has got two big functions. One is defense and the second is repair. So if you're constantly defending, 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 you're, you know, you're shooting bullets as fast as you can go. You don't have time to rebuild the wall. You know, you don't. So that now you're left with stress causing more problems in your gut and your immune system overall. Um, and it, it is kind of hard to believe that it could all start with a bad diet. You know, standard American diet, like Seb says, is extremely pro-inflammatory. And, and, and uh, I'm preaching to myself. Or, I mean, you know, I, nobody likes a donut more than I do, just to let you know. But it doesn't take long before a donut here and a donut there is going to come back to bite you. I mean, you know, I, you know that, that, that donut diet does not, does not equate, equate to good health long term. So, you know, be careful what you eat long term. And, and there's, you know, somebody's birthday is every day. So you can have birthday cake every day if you know enough people. You know what I mean? So you can't go there every day. But it's, it, as appealing as that may be, you know, I mean, I, I have Facebook friends and everybody's having, somebody's having a birthday today. You know what I mean? So I could go out and eat cake if I wanted to, I guess. But uh, long term, it's not a, not a good move. And, and, you know, once you're obese... It's kind of hard to, you know, turn that around quickly. I mean, so it takes consistent effort to keep your weight under control, you know, and, um, you know, and the importance of exercise, like Sebastian said, most people are, are pretty sedentary. It blows me away 
how sedentary the vast majority of people are. And they don't, if you've not been in the habit of exercising like my, my colleague here, uh, then it, it's something that's just kind of outside your day to day and you don't even think about it. You just go about your business. And next thing you know, you're in a world of trouble uh, with weight and, and lack of uh, stamina. So people are getting more sedentary with working at home, which is crazier because you would think like, oh, this is an opportunity to optimize your office space. No, 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 no. People are actually going into smaller and smaller spaces and doing less and less during this time. The exercise component always comes along. But where I find it's also getting really cool is with our compounding world is we're not just the supplementation, but we're also starting to dive into utilization of some of these cutting edge medication ideas, kind of getting ahead of the treatment. But we're also looking at that sort of functional medicine approach to the treatment protocols of these long haulers, as well as people who are worried about prevention. So, it, you know, we've got some pretty cool formulas in there. I like life is good formula with the melatonin, naltrexone, oxytocin, kind of help people with all of it. We've got a lot of uh, weight management formulas that you can tie into with nutrition, with compounding opportunities, um, utilization of some pretty cool medications appropriately dosed based upon a doctor's assessment. So Nat, um, when you're sitting there and cause you're, you're probably looking at this with a slightly different lens than I am. What would you make for recommendation for someone today? Like we're, we're starting, like we're waiting for our vaccinations. We're waiting for our next steps. We're, we're seeing sort of this shift and people are starting to ask the questions of me. And I'm, I'm asking you, what would you do for the next three months until you get your vaccination? How would you sort of handle this? And what are some of your key takeaways? And how can we get our compounders out there to make sure our patients, our shared patients, are gonna be maximized in that immune cell uh, function? Well, hey, thanks. I, I, I think that, um, first off, the lifestyle component we've just been talking about, um, you know, making sure that we control our diet and that we get some exercise is and sleep, right? Are keys, big, big, big keys. And if you're looking at maybe putting together some sort of a, um, like a, not really a protocol, but a, a, a list of potential supplements, which I, I take supplements every day, by the way. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I take D3 every day. I take ascorbic acid or ascorbate every day. I take zinc every day with copper in it. I take um, EGCG every day. I take um, uh, quercetin every day. I take, I mean, the, the list of things that I take on a daily basis is, is probably big compared to what a lot of people take, but you know, um, I, I'm not 18 anymore. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm at that age category where I could, you know, be considered higher risk just based on my age, if nothing else. Right. So, um, I, I think that, um, having that sort of a supplement program in place for, for yourself and all your patients, uh, you, and I don't feel bad about recommending these things. People have asked me, Nat, what do you recommend? I tell them exactly what I take and why I take it and, and why I think it's important to maintain these things because if you can take enough antioxidants and you can take enough vitamin D, take enough ascorbate, you can keep your immune system in a much better position to be able to fight the fight. But I think the supplements are a big, big piece of what keeps people, uh, your immune system up and above board. And, and that's something that I, as, a, as a pharmacy owner, you know, I would be having those those dis, those displayed in my store if you if your front end is open and most people's front ends are open. Uh, I would have uh, something on your website about you know potential uh, supplements that could could be beneficial for immune support. 
um, you know, if you were going to tie this in with some sort of a functional medicine test, you know, where you're going to do micronutrient testing and you could actually show the patients what they're deficient in, that kind of a program could be very, very beneficial. He, you know, listen, let me do this test on you. We'll do this, this blood test and we'll show you exactly which nutrients you're missing. It's not guesswork when you do that. So you can show them, uh, you know, which minerals, which uh, nutrients they're, they need more of and then provide that to them in a, in a sensible way with quality products. So I think, uh, you know, Wellness Works is on the menu. Uh, a lot of other quality supplement programs are out there. I mean, I, I, you know, it's, you always want to keep a variety of things on board. I think uh, supplement sales are a great, great ancillary part of pharmacy. Uh, especially compounding pharmacy, because I, when I did consults with patients and I did consults every day, uh, nutritional recommendations were always a part of that consultation recommendation. So um, even for wound care, weight loss, you know, derm, anything, there's always a nutritional component to any category. I think that you're looking at in medicine and, and it's a great add on for compounders to, to try to add into their repertoire and uh, to put onto the, uh, the, you know, just something that their, their business can offer to their patients on a regular basis. I'm going to ask a stupid question because a lot of people are probably wondering, and it's, it's probably a great time to get into more of the details of, you know, what we offer as well as a company, but you know, I'll ask the both of you, let's talk more about wellness works because you did reference their spore biotic product. You know, uh, I just give our listeners a high level review because I don't believe we ever have, of what is wellness works and how does that tie into being a PCCA product and what you can do by being an active PCCA customer? Well, uh, I, I joined uh, wellness works before PCCA ever, ever took over the company. So I had this back in the, uh, like around 2000, I think I put it in my store. Um, so for quite a while I had it and then PCCA took it over and I continued to carry it. It's a, it's kind of like an a la carte vitamin line, which is private label, which is key. I, I think having a private label nutritional supplement in your store uh, creates branding and creates patient loyalty. So from that perspective, it's, it's an invaluable thing to have from a business point of view. Um, the, I, I'm trying to remember the exact number of products that uh, Wellness Works has. It's probably, um, oh my gosh, uh, something like about a, it's over 160 products at this point. Yeah, they, I, I think that's accurate. I think it's between 160 and 190, somewhere in that line. Close yeah. to and, and there's tons and tons, there's tons of supplements there. And, and, but you can, you don't have to carry all of those things. You can carry, you know, the top 20 that you want to keep that you move all the time, you know? Well, to build on that is a lot of people say, well, I can get these supplements from anywhere, but the wellness works line was designed with the intent of bringing the highest quality products to the market and it was designed by pharmacists that were looking at the needs of the patients. So of course we've got the single entity products, but there's a lot of combination products that have a lot of um, practical and clinical and functional medicine background that was designed specifically to optimize certain metabolic pathways as well. And so we've got a whole team of people who are behind. So John Preckshot and Stephanie Allen assembled a team of pharmacists to, to look at what was needed and emerging and develop some of these formulations. And this is why we've got 160 to 190 because things come and go and things change and we always are tweaking formulas. But if you have questions about wellness work and the private label system and how it all works, contact wellness works directly and so you can talk to Stephanie. And then the other part to this is um, the private label stops leakage 
because you make this great recommendation. You need these five vitamin supplements. And they go, great. And they walk down to the local Walmart and then they can't figure out why nothing's working. Or they go to, they go to like a, a, a big chain store that has poor quality vitamins. Once they try yours, they don't leave because they can't get it anywhere else, which is always good. And that private label ties them directly back to your pharmacy consistently. And they're the ones who are going out and being your now, your next group of salespeople. I got this vitamin from Nat Jones and his store, and it's the only place I can find it. You got to go see Nat. He's the guy. Oh, I got to go talk to Sabrina. She's the girl that I, I, I trust. Like you, you can ask those questions and get those responses. And people will actually have that brand loyalty to now your store, not a vitamin line, not a specific, like some big box thing. It's they, they have brand loyalty to your pharmacy and, and we can only do this in the independent world. So it's awesome. Yeah. I think what's really cool about what you said, Sev is yeah, yes, they can absolutely call wellness works to learn more, but the easiest way to do so, you know, visit www.wellnessworks.com this is where you'll have a better understanding of the products that they have. The specialty formulations are probably what is going to set them apart from absolutely everything else, whether it's a sleep formula, a relaxation formula, you know, there's a nitric oxide formula, immune support. So, you know, rather than putting people on a full gamut or diet of, of nutritional supplements and feeling that, especially overwhelming an individual recommending seven or eight different things. There are certain formulas that might be tailor-made or, or specific for that individual without feeling that you're taking so many different products on a daily basis. Cause I know you guys are very keen and um, up and up on, on following your, your own wellness cycle and, and making sure that you're taking your supplementation. But what's, what's the number one issue with everybody? And it's probably compliance, you know, starting off, following through 30 days, maybe 60 days. And then what's the drop-off ratio where people just forget altogether. They stop buying everything and become super, super important. As I had seven day pill reminders, one for breakfast, lunch, dinner, you know, kind of thing. And I had them with my logo on them, my phone number on them. And I gave it to them. I gave it to them here. I want you to be able to keep your supplement straight. So go home and load this up for the week. So you got a whole week's worth all laid out. That way you won't forget to take your ones in the morning, your ones at bedtime you know, however they were supposed to be sorted out. And I would, and it was all printed up on a piece of paper. I gave them the names of the products. I gave them the things I was recommending. So it was a pretty good system for the patient to go home and be compliant with it. It enhanced compliance greatly. And uh, just giving them that seven day pill reminder, it cost me four bucks to, to buy those, you know, in bulk or something like that. So it was not a, not a bad investment to, you know, to have somebody come in routinely and utilize those supplements. It's a really good point. And I think it's really important as well. I think you guys give a lot of practical knowledge and practical information to pharmacists in general in, in terms of approaching all this and, and how to deal with patients while giving them a much better understanding of what's available, how they can get it, but most importantly, how they can take it and, and obviously feel like they're making a difference. Um, I think you guys both did a great job covering this topic. I, I think it's so great to hear your your depth of knowledge specifically on this topic and how it ties into everything else that you spoke about, whether it's you know, autoimmune disease and adrenal support and everything else. And it, you, you obviously kind of paint a great picture for everybody. And thank you for, for joining in with Sebastian because both of you together uh, are a, an awesome team specifically on this topic. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. And Glad you asked me to do this. I love doing these kind of things. So I, I know you do just as much as Aaron does.
Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and thank you to all of our listeners out there. We do appreciate you hanging in through all this. And, and hopefully there was a whole bunch of information that you've been able to get specifically as you continuously deal with the pandemic and patients that are asking how to improve their own quality of life. Um, but thank you for listening. Uh, as always, if you like to subscribe to this podcast, please click, click subscribe on any of the podcast domains that you follow us along with. And then second of all, uh, if you do want to stay in touch on social media, please follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Until next time, this is Mike Delisio, and thanks again for listening.